Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. You may have noticed that there's a lot of taxes out there that get paid by you or me, depending on what we buy, goods and services. And some of them, I'm always, I mean, I know they're out there, but whenever I pay my cable bill, for instance, oh, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being taxed. My cable company and I are being taxed for our transaction. And, uh, you know, so taxes are out there. They're everywhere, it seems. Well, it turns out that a city has asked, and had been shot down on this in, good, in a good way, could they tax YouTube and Apple and Peacock and Sling as if they were cable companies, despite the fact they're not actual cable companies? So a U.S. judge says cities cannot tax Netflix, YouTube, Apple, Peacock, Sling, and more as if they were cable TV companies. And so this is from cordcuttersnews.com. Cliff sent me this, thank you very much, by Luke Bauma. Recently, the city of East St. Louis tried to force Netflix, Apple, and Disney to pay taxes as if they were TV cable companies. Now, I mentioned recently that a movie was on cable. And I had people make fun of me, go, Steve, that's not what we call it anymore. And now, I was merely trying to indicate that it was available for viewing on a non-free service. It was not over the air that you could pick up with just your TV, okay? You needed to have some kind of other connection. And so I was using cable as shorthand for that. But I understand that is going to become a very, very archaic thing to say in the future because more and more of these things are coming in in ways other than cable, okay? By the way, the movie is talking about was Sisu. Sisu. Look it up. <laughs> I liked it a lot. So a U.S. judge has ruled that they cannot put a tax on streaming as if these were cable companies, because they're not running physical lines for the city, for one thing. So the city wanted to put a $5 franchise fee on streaming video to city residents, a 5% franchise fee. The city named Netflix, Disney, Apple, Hulu, Amazon, Warner Media, YouTube, Peacock TV, DirecTV, Dish Network, Curiosity Stream, and CBS Interactive. If the city had won this, it would have allowed the city to tax all streaming video services like cable TV. Now, the question I have, and I think I know the answer, but I'm speculating here, is that YouTube is generally free if you don't pay anything for it, meaning that you can watch videos and just put up with the ads. You can get YouTube Premium, which will remove the ads, and I think that's probably what they wanted to tax. Because how would they tax something you're not paying anything for? But then again... It's the government. They'll figure out a way. (laughs) According to the judge in this case, the streaming services are not cable TV companies. The judge in his ruling decided that internet service is not cable TV. And that's how these streaming services are getting into your house in case you don't know this. Some people are going to say, Steve, what are you talking about? And that is that you can get the internet into your house however you get the internet. Then on the internet, you can order movies through these services. And it's all coming in through however the internet gets to you. Unlike cable TV, that is a closed circuit system that offers TV through cable, the internet is as open as the circuit gets, according to the judge. Even though some cable TV companies also offer internet services, that does not mean that the internet is a cable TV system that can be taxed under laws clearly meant for cable TV systems. And by the way, a lot of this probably hinges on the language that describes what can and cannot be taxed with respect to cable TV. If you go look there for the definitions of cable TV, 
you'll probably find something that describes what most people think of, and that is that they bring a cable from the road outside into your house or from the poles outside into your house, and that hooks up to a box, and, and you get to watch movies that come in on that box, right? And now, a lot of people are going to say, but Steve, that sounds a lot like the internet also. But the internet's different because you're getting stuff on the internet, much of which is free. You can go look at websites that are free. And so when you pay extra to have something stream in through that box, it's not quite the same because who you're paying is not the person who ran that cable. That probably is one of the distinctions here. The judge says that the city of East St. Louis cannot force streaming services like Netflix, YouTube, and more to pay these taxes. The judge made it clear that unlike cable TV companies, streaming does not use the city's right-of-ways to run cables. They have no physical presence in the city, so the city cannot tax them like cable TV companies who use the city's right-of-ways to run cables. And so that's another thing is, that if you see telephone poles with lines on them, it can be power lines, cable lines, all kinds of stuff. Many of the lines nowadays are underground, fiber optic cables and so on, and and a lot of cables are underground, uh, referring to the cable companies, cables. And so all of those things go all over the place. And how do they do that? Well, they're on the rights of way that were granted to different companies over the years. And by the way, I remember in law school reading cases about this. Where, for instance, there was, an, and I, I, somebody in my audience who's a recent law school graduate can probably recall the case, but I believe it was in New York City. Big apartment building in New York City, long before cable was as ubiquitous as it is today. And the power company had gotten the right to run lines of power uh, to the building and up and across the building and, and into the units. And so along came the cable company. And the cable company asked the power company, hey, do you guys mind if we run cables along with yours? And the power company goes, sure, we don't care. But they're not the ones who control the easement. They were granted an easement for a specific purpose, and that was to run power lines. And so the cable company would have needed to contact the owner of the property and say, can we run our cables through this easement? And, the, of course, the owners got the right to say yes or no. They might have just said yes for the convenience of their tenants, but because they went ahead and did it without asking, the owner of the apartment complex went to court and said, you can't do that without our permission because easements generally are limited to a specific use. And I've seen people argue about this. So to give you an example, uh, I've owned a piece of property before that had power lines coming in to the house. Power lines were on telephone poles. They were in the ground in dirt that I owned, but I granted them an easement to put the poles in because otherwise there'd be this weird conflict where they own the poles that are in my property, and anytime I wanted to, I'd go there and say, get those off my property. Now, I don't want to do that because I need, I need power, but that's what they're concerned about. So when they say, we're going to bring these power lines in, we need you to sign a document saying you give us permission and an easement to do that on this narrow strip of property for that very specific purpose. And I've seen people say, oh, well, there's a power line here. I can stand on the easement. Are you the power company? Oh, you're not? Then you don't have the right to do that. And so if you read the easements that get filed, and they do get filed with the county clerk, probably wherever the register of deeds is, they get registered and it will say, the uh, landowner grants an easement to so-and-so 
and they describe it geographically, you know, a strip this wide running from here to here, that kind of thing. And they grant it for the following purpose. Now, it won't just say to put the telephone poles there. It'll say things like to put the telephone poles in there and to maintain them and to inspect them and to keep them clear. So you've probably seen tree trimming crews out chopping down stuff below the power lines. That very well could be tree trimmers hired by the power company. Even though those lines can be on private property and they have to go on private property to trim these bushes and trees, they don't need to come back and ask for permission to do that. They've already got it because it's probably built into the easement. So here, the judge is pointing out that the cable companies quite often had to get easements and permission to use all this property. So it would make sense to tax them for that on some level. So uh, the judge says they can't do it. And among other things, they don't bother using an easement. They have no physical presence. The city can't tax them. So this is a huge win for streaming services to help them keep their costs down. This also sets a precedent to help fight other cities that are trying to do the same thing. For now, cable TV customers will have to continue to pay taxes that streaming services do not. And that, of course, will give them a competitive advantage. I can remember when Netflix was a thing that mailed DVDs. They mailed a disc to you, and you watched the disc, and then you mailed the disc back, and they sent you another one. And I remember when they went to, we're going to do this all over the internet. And I remember thinking, wow, uh, it might be faster to mail me a DVD. <laughs> it depends on how fast your internet is. But the speeds on the internet have risen exponentially. And so the size of files that we handle over the internet uh, is remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. And the fact that you can game and watch movies and stream and all this stuff simultaneously on the internet is absolutely amazing. So modern technology is pretty cool. But I'm starting to wonder now if cable companies can survive doing nothing but providing entertainment over a cable. Because pretty much everything they do in that regard can be done through a streaming service. The one thing that most cable companies do that's different, though, is they also offer you the pipeline itself. So Comcast, as an example, offers a cable service, but they also offer an internet service. And so the internet service that they offer you can be quite good as far as those things go. And so, you know, I've, I've actually had Comcast before, but I've also had DirecTV and Dish Network and a bunch of others over my life. And so they all have their advantages and disadvantages. But um, other than the cable companies offering you extremely high-speed internet, what else is that cable necessary for? And that's the question I don't know an answer to. So there you go. But a U.S. judge has said that cities cannot tax Netflix, YouTube, Apple, Peacock, Sling, and the like as if they were cable TV companies. And that's good news for them and bad news for cities who wanted to raise revenue from a new source. So Cliff, thanks for sending it from cordcuttersnews.com. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness.